Welcome back to the show. My name is Michael Lynn, and this is the MongoDB Podcast. We've got exciting news for you today. MongoDB for VS Code is now generally available, and I'm thrilled to have Shelby Carpenter, Senior Product Marketing Manager at MongoDB, here to tell us more about it. Visual Studio Code, or VS Code for short, it's the most popular IDE in the industry. It's the go-to choice for 74% of professional developers, and it's loved for its versatility, ease of use, and the wide array of languages that it supports. The MongoDB extension for VS Code is now generally available, making it even easier for developers to build applications and work directly with their data. The extension has been in preview since May 2020 and has gained massive popularity. It's got over 860,000 downloads from the VS Code marketplace with an average of 10,000 new installs each week. In today's episode, Shelby's gonna tell us more about the extension, how you can use it, to supercharge your development process. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Shelby Carpenter. I'm a Senior Product Marketing Manager here at MongoDB. Welcome to the MongoDB Podcast. Shelby, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's, it's great to be here. Today, we're going to focus on the VS Code extension for MongoDB. But before we go there, I want to talk a little bit about your background. What is it that you do at MongoDB? Yeah. So what product marketing really does is that we're at the heart of telling the story of our products. And that means that we make connections internally between our product team, marketing and sales, how to talk about our products. And then we also connect outward with our customers and users. And what I focus on is the elements of our developer experience. So that includes things like developer tools, like the VS Code IDE, as well as our programming languages. Now, prior to your role in product marketing, here at MongoDB, what did you do? Yeah, so I've been in product marketing for a while. I worked at various startups in the security space, particularly with security on uh, embedded devices and edge systems, as well as for uh, managed open source databases. So I worked at a company called InstaCluster and so like managed Cassandra, managed Casa, tools like that. Before I was in product marketing, I was actually in journalism. So I did a lot of freelance writing, wrote for Wired, for Forbes, and other outlets. I had been doing freelance writing for a long time, got my master's degree in journalism from University of California, Berkeley. I still live in Berkeley, but it's a great place to be. And then from there, I finished my degree, got a, got a job at Forbes, worked there for a while before covering the tech industry, before deciding I kind of wanted to get in on the tech game myself and transitioned into working in tech. Have you ever worked on software projects? Yeah, so I've never been like a professional developer as part of a, a team of developers, but I do a fair bit of coding as a hobby, mainly in Python. I've built, you know, Flask apps with MongoDB, been playing with Fast API more recently, uh, and really enjoy getting hands-on and technical with the products that I work on. I think that's so important for product marketing. And for me, it really comes from my journalism training where when you had to tell the story of something, you got as close to it as possible. So, you know, I interviewed a guy who said he rode the bus for two hours each way. So I got on the bus and I rode it with him. He's like, oh, does this actually two hours or is he just making this up? Uh, you have to get close to things and experience it yourself as much as possible, as closely as possible to be able to tell a good story, in my opinion. And, and that's part of that's at the core of what we do in product marketing. So I've tried to bring mm. that perspective um, to, you know, be really hands-on with these technical tools and, and systems so that I can bring that, you know, firsthand perspective of the developer to how we approach this. 
you know, I can get behind that. I like the approach and I like the, the honesty. Whenever you're writing about something, you want to be close to it. So, so what is the story of the VS Code extension for MongoDB? I think most people who are listening to this podcast will be familiar with the VS Code, one of the, yeah. if not the most popular ID on the market, depending on what data you look at. Generally, it's considered the most popular. Something like three quarters of developers use it. So it's an integrated development environment, which means for most developers, it's going to be the space where they're doing a lot of their day-to-day coding work, where they can work on their application um, code and they get all these helpful usability features. And the MongoDB extension makes it a lot easier for them to, when they're working with their code, also access and work with their um, data that goes with that code. So they have this kind of through line from their coding environments to the data corresponds to on MongoDB. So if we were to describe, let's imagine that some listeners haven't installed the VS Code extension for MongoDB. What is the experience? What are you saying? Like? Everyone here, everyone has the MongoDB for VS Code extension. <laughs> we hope. But let's assume there's maybe a few. There's a couple. And let's speak directly okay. to those. And what is the experience like? Obviously, now everyone that's used extensions or VS Code is familiar with the extensibility. That's one of the things that I think everybody loves about VS Code. It is so extensible. So folks will be familiar with the short codes, the shortcut codes to get to the extensions. You do a search, you're going to search for MongoDB. It's going to be the most popular extension. I don't know if you know the numbers, but it's just had phenomenal uptake prior to the GA release. What happens after MongoDB's extension is installed? Yeah, so after you've gone to the extension store and install it, the next thing you're going to want to do is connect to your MongoDB deployment. Generally, the best experience for developing with MongoDB is going to be on Atlas. Maybe you want to pop over to your Atlas UI and get your connection string so that you can paste in and get connected to your MongoDB deployment. And you're you're off to the races. Yeah. So you're going to need that connection URL that's easy mm-hmm. to grab from within MongoDB Atlas. And once you supply that and your credentials to log in, I do want to make note, some folks will, they if they haven't gone through the wizard, launching a MongoDB Atlas cluster, the wizard will prompt you for two things after the cluster is deployed or during while the cluster is being deployed. It's going to prompt you to add a user so that you have some way to access the data. Uh, You'll need at least read-only permissions in order to access your data from within the VS Code IDE. And then you'll need to also add a, a network permissions rule. So, so those two things are important. Once you do those, you'll be able to connect to your MongoDB Atlas instance from within VS Code. And then comes in this concept of a playground. Do you want to talk a little bit about the playground experience? Yes, absolutely. And then just one thing I also wanted to add is if you're maybe a new to Atlas user, you just gave some great additional details on how to get everything set up with Atlas is that we do have the the kind of UI-based onboarding experience, but we also have a terminal-first experience or a, a, a CLI or command line experience called the Atlas CLI. So if you're using Homebrew, it's really easy to install and to get started with Atlas right from your command line. Just with brew install mongodb-atlas and then with um, Atlas setup. Uh, you can also have a command line-first experience, which is pretty cool and what I think a lot of developers can prefer in some cases. Uh, but yeah. back over to VS Code Playgrounds, this is one thing that really sets the MongoDB extension apart and it's really cool, is that you have fully functional 
JavaScript playgrounds experience. So you can play with your code, hit a play button, and then wrap and see what the results. So it allows you to really rapidly prototype um, and work with your code and your data in a really seamless way. So why do you think it was so important for MongoDB to, to build and provide an extension for VS Code? When working with developers, I want to meet developers where they are. And I know I find it disruptive when maybe I'm in my email and then I go over to Slack and then I'm in Google Docs and then I'm looking at slides and maybe I need to do something on Excel on my laptop because I want to do a pivot table. It can be disruptive and really interrupt your flow to move back and forth between different tools. We want to help developers have a great full MongoDB experience right for VS Code without having to leave that kind of comfortable IDE environment that they're already used to, that they have configured, they have their themes, they have everything all set up how they want. So I think there's the, the experience and kind of not having the task switching side of things. There's also one of the really kind of beautiful things about MongoDB is that you're, we're based around the document models and things are stored in JSON-like BSON documents. And the cool thing about this is that your objects in your code can map really neatly to documents in MongoDB. So with Python, for example, you might have a, a Python dictionary you basically have, you know, keys and values. That's a lot like a JSON document. So you have this neat mapping of your objects and code to objects in your database. And with the VS Code extension, you know, what folks are able to do is really work with their application code and with their data. And we want that to be a really seamless experience. And that's part of what you get from being in, in this extension. I like the idea of being immersed in a coding experience and not having to reach outside that experience to begin working with and understanding my data. So there are many tools today. When I first came to the MongoDB about seven and a half years ago, there weren't so many. And it was really a command line experience, largely. And then later, some tools started popping up, some additional IDEs. RoboMongo, I think, was one of the early ones that's now 3T Studio. What sets the VS Code extension apart from some of these GUIs that appear now in the marketplace? Yeah, that's a great question. And for context, we actually have our own first-party GUI for folks who aren't familiar with it called MongoDB Compass. Free, downloadable, doesn't cost you anything. Really great for CRUD operations, import, export, manager index and schema. Like you can do a lot of really great um, data operations there. I use Compass all the time. I find it very useful. And that's really good for like working with your data and then you can do certain things that correspond to code, like build an aggregation and export it to the programming language of your choice in something like Compass. But this is like really around your core data operations. And then if you want to go back to your application code, you kind of have to go back to a different system. So you know, the cool thing about VS Code and our extension there is that you're really staying within that, you know, kind of code first environment. Mm -hmm. What do people need to know in order, you know, we talked about some of the, the Atlas requirements and you can do that from the command line or from the web interface. What else does someone need to know to begin using the VS Code extension? Yeah, I mean, I think we've hit on some of it already here is, you know, have VS Code downloaded on your machine, go to the extension store, get, you know, the MongoDB uh, for VS Code extension, go to Atlas and get your... Um, your connection string, do some of the configuration details you talked about earlier. Um, and there's not really a lot beyond that you need to do to get set up. You're immediately going to have be able to see your collections, your documents, be able to create playgrounds. You can access the MongoDB shell, which is another tool we didn't talk about. You can use your terminal and your IDE to use the Atlas CLI, which we talked about earlier, or the shell. Um, 
So it's, I find it a pretty painless setup process. I have to demo it a lot. So I end up like uninstalling and reinstalling pretty frequently. And the, you know, it's pretty quick to get started and should feel pretty natural for folks who are already taking advantage of the extensibility of the VS Code system. Yeah. That ecosystem. Yeah. So we've been talking a lot about MongoDB Atlas, and obviously that's the best way for for developers to get started with MongoDB, but there are still some folks using on-prem or maybe just running MongoDB server on their on their desktop or their laptop. Uh, does the VS Code extension work outside of Atlas? Yes, it does. Yeah. Great. Terrific. So in your in your working as a product marketing manager for for MongoDB and and specifically around VS Code. How do you come up with the list of features that you want to focus on for the roadmap? Yeah, so I mean, and this is really a partnership between product marketing and the product team. Um, A lot of times the feature roadmap is really driven by the product team talking with customers. We have, let me just look up the URL. We have a great feedback, online feedback engine, feedback.mongodb.com. So if anyone has things they want to share with us about what they'd like to see in the VS Code extension, they can add their input there. Um, one thing we're actually looking at is adding uh, support for a notebooks-like experience for folks who, VS Code has its own notebook system. So for folks who like um, Jupyter notebooks for data analysis, mm-hmm. we're considering adding support for something similar to that in the VS Code extension, looking to hear from the community on that. But really, the product roadmap is driven by conversations with the community of what we're hearing that users want. Um, we have a whole user research team that will test different things of like, okay, should it look like this? Or how should the flow work to make sure we make the experience really, because there's the feature and then there's making sure the feature is actually a good experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that side of things. And then you also have to just look at where the industry is going. So it's not just a, a, a one directional, we hear this is what everyone wants and then we build it, but like, where do we think things are going to be five years, 10 years from now? How can we make sure that, you know, we're at the forefront of these features that not only that people want today, but that we think they're going to want in the future? Mm-hmm. What about AI? Are you giving any thought to incorporating AI into the extension space? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to speak for the product team. I think all of MongoDB and you know, most tech companies right now are looking at ways to incorporate AI into the user experience and build, you know, more intelligent, more informed experiences um, so that we can be more proactive in giving guidance to users. So that is something we're looking at across all of our developer tools, but, you know, not ready to to announce anything specific yet. Okay, great. So what else do developers and members of the MongoDB community need to know about the VS Code extension for MongoDB? As of Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023, we are generally available, which is really exciting. Um, we've been in public preview for three years. Um, the extension's been performing really amazingly. We have over 800,000 downloads, 4.5 stars um, and above in the extension store. So, you know, we're hearing that people are really enjoying this experience. So we've made the long-term commitment to make this generally available and folks should feel, you know, comfortable and confident using this um, as they're working with their, you know, production deployments of MongoDB. And, you know, really take advantage of everything that the extension has to offer. I mean, we have, you can kind of do all the basic CRUD operations, but use it for, you know, prototyping with Playgrounds. Uh, You know, if you're working with Terraform, configure Terraform resources, check out. Um, One thing that's cool about the extension, I mentioned earlier how you can do this in Compass, but you can build an aggregation uh, uh, looking at your data and then export it to your programming language of your choice. It really has all these tools for working with different languages in a way that's that's pretty cool and connecting that 
like I said earlier, kind of connecting, you know, how you work with your code to how you work with your data in a seamless way. So I'd encourage folks to, if they don't have it already installed, um, download the extension, if you're already on Atlas, set it for Atlas and really read the docs, check out our announcement blog and make sure they take advantage of the full power of the extension because there's a lot there. Okay. So I'm going to include links in the show notes to the documentation, as well as a link to the GitHub repository where the VS code extension is developed. Uh, Shelby, this has been a great discussion. I appreciate you taking the time. And I just want to remind folks that, um, keep an eye on the podcast. We're going to have announcements around additional live streams and demonstrations for the VS code extension. Um, and, uh, make sure you, you hit the links in the show notes, download the extension, give it a try. Shelby, anything else before we wrap? No, just, uh, thanks for having me. Um, if folks are listening to this and they're at Microsoft build, I'm over at the, uh, the MongoDB developer tools booth, come say hi and, um, you know, give us feedback anytime at, at feedback.mongodb.com. You know, we really want to hear from the community of what you're looking for, where you think things are heading. Now we can continue to build a great experience for you. Terrific. Thanks again, Shelby. Thanks so much to Shelby for joining us today. And thanks to you, the listeners. If you want more details, check the show notes for links and resources, or head on over to mdb.link slash vscode. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.